0: This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. A better. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 7. And we're going to uh, jump right in this. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Look at the person next to you say, there's a treasure inside of me. Okay. That the excellence. Say it again. Tell somebody else. Say, there's a treasure in me. All right. Look at somebody. Look at somebody and tell them I am a treasure. I am a treasure. Okay, I, look at somebody else. Say I am, I am a gift. All right, and and I know Pastor Nick kind of preached on that last week um, uh, about how you're the treasure, you're God's treasure, that you are a work of art in progress. Amen. <laughs> um, so you have a treasure. Um, In your vessel that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us There is a treasure inside of you and I want to give you the definition of that word treasure Um, It means storehouse. It's a receptacle for valuables Anybody got anything valuable in your house that you kind of put in something? anybody yeah got some something valuable uh, where you put your valuables right so that is what the word treasure means in the Greek it's a place in which precious things are stored and kept okay and so anybody got a jewelry box yes anybody come on ladies don't look at me all humble like you know (laughs) how many of you got more than one jewelry box no, no, okay, you just got, it's a big one, it's a big, no, uh, but, but you got something you put, you, you, anybody got stuff from back in the day, and maybe it's at your parents' house, or it's in some closet, you go crack it open, and you meant to just grab one thing, you ended up sitting there for hours, and everything's all, anybody ever done that, you get lost in the, in the treasure box, right, what's interesting too, and I'm going to share some of my treasures here, uh, but what's interesting is that word treasure, actually it's where you get the word, um, thesaurus. So the word thesaurus is basically a treasure of words that, that one word, um, there's a lot more to that word than you realize, right? If you look up the word, um, any kind of word, you could look up the word praise. And if you were to look into a thesaurus and unpack that word, there is a treasure in that word to kind of describe that word. And so that's just like you. There's a lot more to you than you realize, that there is treasure in you. In a sense, there is hidden treasure in you. There are gifts and abilities and things that God has called you to do, things that God put in you that are there is more to you than you realize, and there's more to you than others realize. And just because not everybody sees the treasure in you, don't hate on them or, or, or give them an attitude or mad dog them. You just need to keep moving and allow God to bring out that treasure that's in you. Anybody ever been in a relationship? They didn't treat you like they should have treated you. They didn't know that they were the treasure they were dealing with. Somebody say amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a treasure. Alright, and not everybody's going to value the same. And not all of my treasures. You might not value everything in here the way I value it. That's okay. It's my treasure. Leave my treasure alone. Look at your neighbor and say, leave my treasure alone. Alright, and so in this little treasure box, um, I got a few things. Um, this is one thing here, and they're going to show pictures of it here. This is a little, um, this is here, uh, they're going to show it. Up here. This is a picture of my wife and I uh, before we were married. This is literally, aw, look at that. This is like, this is in 2007, homegirl has not aged a minute, huh? Don't she look good? <laughs> She's looking at that like from the side of her eye like, is that okay to put up there? Yes it is. So really, what's special about this for us, my treasure, everybody say, "Oh. This is literally uh, a picture we took before she went, we met, this is the week we met. It's, it's the, this is the day she just fell in love with me, as you can <laughs> tell. She's a little close, I'm like, girl I don't know you much yet, just, no I'm playing. Um, some of my friends were like, you just met her? Why is she all up on your cheek like that? I was like, look, she, she can't help herself. Come on, somebody. I'm a treasure. Come on, somebody. Somebody say amen. amen. She's all up on me like that. Like, girl, hold up. I haven't even met your dad yet. All right. No, but this is really a, a special picture. This is literally when we first met. You know what I'm saying? You can't see like all my big old baggy clothes I was wearing that she was... She was like, I'm going to change this boy. I mean, he needs to put some pants on that fit him. Somebody say amen. But you don't see all that. But that's us. That's when we first met and all that good stuff. Um, here's another picture of us. This is a black and white one of my wife. These are some treasures there. Oh, dang. She looked good there, don't she? Look at that. Look at that stud right there by her, huh? Now, um, this is uh, unique too. This is really cool. Is This is when I, I met her in 2007. Um, what what, y'all, what are you laughing at? You laughing at that picture? What's, yo, what's that? <laughs> Turtleneck, Yeah, you know, Dwayne Johnson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have my fanny pack on, but you can't see it. No, I'm just like, I'm just playing. I haven't had a fanny pack since '86 or something. All right, so, I know trying to make a comeback. My wife and I. This is off off the grid here, but my wife and I saw somebody wearing a fanny pack. I'm not playing, it was on the back side, the size of a backpack. No, like, I'm like, man, that's got to have two straps on it somewhere. I mean, the thing was like, is that like a back support? All these, right, my wife spotted it. I was like, girl, stop hating. Leave the man alone. All right. So, um, so anyway, so this one's kind of cool because this is when, um, laughing at my turtleneck, man. I, t- I didn't even catch that. See, so. Um, um, this is when I went there. This is before we were married. We met in November 2007. This is like January 2008 when I met to meet the parents and everything. And they threw a quote unquote baby shower, but it was actually a disguised thing to meet me. So, you know, I was just there, just everybody's all meeting me. I'm like, well, I thought this was a baby shower. But uh, it was like. No, that's what they told me it was. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was cool. We got to meet everyone. That's pretty special there. All right, you guys want to see a couple other things? Somebody say treasure. So once again, I'm going to share a couple other things, but these are things that might not be somewhat valuable to you, but they are to me what they represent. It's my treasure. It's my little treasure box. I actually got a big old treasure box, but here, hey, I'm going to pull out a couple of cassettes. Some of y'all don't know what these are, okay? <laughs> but these are cassette tapes. There, There is... There is audio file on these, believe it or not. Somebody say amen. So these are cassette tapes. Anybody ever owned a cassette tape? Yeah. How about a Walkman? Big old button that like made more sound than the music. You're like, come on. All right, eight track. Oh, eight track. I ain't got none of those in my treasure box. But... These are cassette tapes. What's kind of cool about these, though? These are real tapes, y'all. These are literally, literally the first two times I preached. I was, um, I was probably. What was this? Oh my goodness! See, they got the year on there. Ninety-four. So, so the one on the top was the very first time I preached. Um, it was in our service. You can see it there. It says Friday Night Live. That was our youth service. And then we got, we got kind of sophisticated about six months later. We got our label up on it. Come on, somebody. Got the fire in the cross, Pentecostal deliverance church. All right. And so these are the, the first two times I ever preached. And I got those kind of special. You know, my wife's saying you got to digitize those. I ain't trying to have anybody listen to those. But um, I'm still learning. Okay. So that's kind of a cool treasure. You want to see something? I don't have a picture for this one. This is my wife's cell phone when we met. Look at this thing. Look at this thing. She's like, I love that phone. I'm like, why did you love this? No, but this is a Telus Samsung, y'all. This is like, this is going to be worth money one day. Watch. This is like an ancient artifact. Anybody ever owned a flip phone? How about the Nakia ones when you take the top off and you could put the American flag on there if you want it, whatever it was, leopard skin, okay. So there's that. Okay so here I got a couple other pictures, these are kind of cool too, okay. So I got some actual, um, as a kid in the 80's I used to collect baseball, football cards. I got some good ones. So I know there's some Rams fans in here, and so this one is actually Eric Dickerson, he was a running back for the, yeah he's, there he is, record breaker. This is a real card, I got it right here. This is worth a little bit of money. not too much, but I, this is kind of cool. I used to, literally, I bought these at 7-Eleven. Came with a little bubble gum in it. Come on now. This wasn't like, this ain't eBay, people. This is like 7-Eleven, get a Slurpee and get a pack of cards. Right here. So this is, I actually have his rookie card. It's kind of cool. Here, I got I got a couple other ones here. Sorry, I do have some Raiders, Cowboy stuff. Just didn't want to bring it. Um, but uh, I got, you know. <laughs> No, but here, here's a baseball one. I got a Barry Bonds Pirates card. Kind of cool. Barry Bonds, check, check that out. I also got, I got like Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. I got all kind of cool stuff. Um, what else do I have here? Um, here we go. Uh, sorry, guys, 49er fan. I got Jerry Rice's rookie card. Where's Jerry Rice? There he is. This is, see, it's got a little crease in it. I don't know how that happened, but I bought this at 7-Eleven. His rookie card, Hall of Famer. Okay, one more. You guys want to see one more? Uh, all the, any sports fans in here? Is this okay? I'm going to get to the Bible. Hold on. I'm talking about treasure. These are my treasures. Something I value. And, and it has some nostalgia to it. This is another one. Here, this is John Elway's rookie card right here. Denver Broncos. John Elway rookie card. I actually have, I believe his first three years. But this is his rookie card here. I got some others in it. I don't know if I sent them the pictures for this. I got Bo Jackson's rookie card. Yeah, Bo Jackson. But KC. Uh, uh, Royals, when he played baseball, I got William, uh, sorry, Willie McCovey's card, 1979, Gary Sheffield, Joe Montana, somebody say amen, <laughs> and so I wanted to uh, just share those things, um, and just show you that, something on you know, oh, my phone, sorry, um, she doesn't like stuff in my pockets when I'm up here, um, thank you, baby, appreciate that, uh, and so this is, this is the first point here, is what's in you is of great value. And I'm talking about the Christ in you, the Holy Spirit, That those are things I've kept through the years. I got boxes of stuff, cool stuff in there as well. I have like when, you know, they take, what's that sonogram photo of your children when they're in the womb? Is that the wording? I got those, I got like Nico's in there I think right now. Those things are valuable to me. And so a treasure is a treasure because it's valuable. It is valuable. There is great value, just like Pastor Nick preached last week, that you are of great value to God, and He proved it by dying for you. You are worth dying for, okay? And the Holy Spirit, that's what we're going to talk about today. The gift of the Holy Spirit and the gifts the Holy Spirit has placed in you, and put inside of you and breathe life on whether you realize it or not there are gifts and treasures on the inside of you that you are housing something valuable You are housing somebody valuable. That little chest there is housing things that I value. I keep them. You know it's my little cards. Had the plastic around it. I want it to last. You know, I want it to be protected. You are valuable. Think about the value of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit is so valuable that it cost Jesus life for him to live inside of you. That's how valuable he is. He could not just come inside of you because you wanted him to. Jesus had to die first. That is the value of that God himself puts on that, that part of who he is. The Holy Spirit is so valuable, it costs the death, burial, and resurrection of the Son of God so that he could come on the inside of you. He is valuable to God, and he ought to be valuable to us. Amen? And so it costs the son's death to get the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. Value. Look at the person next to you and say, I am valuable. All right? Look at the person next to you and tell them this. Say, there is something. Tell them. Tell them. Come on. Say this with me. Say, there is something of great value on the inside of you. Alright Colossians chapter 2, verse 3, it says this, in whom, it's talking about Jesus, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In whom are hidden all the wisdom, uh, hidden all the treasures in Christ, there are treasures of wisdom and knowledge inside of you there is you are not a one-dimensional being there's so much on the inside of you and that through the process of your obedience your faith the, the people you connect to the church you go to the people you're around the 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 the, the steps of faith that you take and the, the positioning of certain seasons and times that God wants to unpack and unravel and bring out the greatness that's inside of you there is greatness inside of you that it that is not something that you need to strive to 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 reach or go get it is something you discover on the inside of you that's why in our growth track process one of our classes is all about discover discovering the gifts that are inside of you we as a church me as a pastor I live to see others find out what God put inside of them I love to see people step into their gift, step into what God's calling them to do. I live for this. I live for people to, to one, at one point not think anything great of themselves or see anything great in themselves and then for God to touch them and to see those things come forth out of them. It is a beautiful thing that there is more, there is so much depth in Christ and we are in Him and He is in us. There's depth inside of me. All right, there is depth inside of you. There is more to me than you realize. There's more to me than I realize. There is greatness inside of you. And you know, even when I said that, I can kind of feel in the atmosphere. Some people are like, I don't know about that. No, the devil is a liar. There's greatness inside of you. There's great things, deep things, powerful things. There are ideas inside of you that, that people need. There are, there are things in you that others don't know yet, that people don't know, you don't know, and you need to position yourself and watch those things get ignited. You get around the right people, they'll ignite the th- those things in you. Come on somebody. You get in the right church. It matters where you go to church. It matters who your pastor is. It matters who who you, who you It matters where you're sitting on a Sunday morning. It matters. Are you encouraged? Are you ignited? Are you challenged? Are you convicted? Do you walk out of here and you think, "My goodness, I need to Do this thing. I need to activate this thing. I pray, my prayer is that when you walk out of here, you're encouraged and you're happy and you're full of joy. And then I also, uh, my heart is that you walk out of here and you're like, my goodness, I better get on with this. I want to live this thing. I want to release this thing. You don't, I'm, I'm not here just to serve you. I'm here to unlock the dream inside of you and you go serve somebody else. I'm here to unlock the thing, I can't give it to you but I can unlock it. Uh, it comes from God, it's from God, the calling is from God, the anointing is from God. I can't in and of myself give that to you but I sure can, can, can cause you to maybe look at it, unpack that thing and bring that thing out and, and see what God does. Here it is, my, here's my second point, my first point was, thank you Gabby, connect group leader taking notes. Come on, give it up for Gabby, people. <laughs> Some of y'all are like, All right, well, I knew it, I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> Thank you, Gabby. Yes, yeah, I'm talking about studious young woman of God here. All right, and she's single, folks. She's single. There's a woman out <laughs> there. Hallelujah. I have an anointing to marry people, I'm telling you, I'm just saying. Five marriages in four months. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm loving it though. It's exciting. Um, Colossians 2 verse 3. In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. My second point is acknowledge the good things in you. Acknowledge them. Acknowledge them. This isn't about being prideful. This isn't about being, oh, look at me. I'm so gifted. No. It means acknowledge it and don't make excuses and say it's not there. The devil is a liar. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And you might say, I don't know what it is yet. It's okay. Just acknowledge that it's there. Thank you, Lord, that I'm gifted. Thank you, Lord, that there is an anointing in me. Thank you, Lord, that that there is a treasure in me. Thank you, Lord, I speak alive to what's in me. I I speak over what's in me, Lord, and I say that that thing's going to come forth. I'm not going to abort the gift in me, but I'm going to bring this thing to full term. I'm going to see this thing manifest. I'm going to manifest what's inside of me. I'm going to come on, that's how you got to talk to yourself. I'm going to manifest this thing. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. It's going to bless people. I'm going to bless people. I'm going to bless the city. I'm going to bless this church. I'm going to bless my family. I'm going to bless my kids. All right. I'm going to bless them. I was up uh, in my kid's room uh, last night before they went to bed. laid hands on them. Lord, right now in Jesus' name, bless them. I, I, I speak over their life. Keep them, Lord. R- rest on them, God. Give them joy and peace and belief. I just, I, you, you, you manifest that thing. Acknowledge the good thing that's in you. Here. Here's a scripture right here. Um, Philemon, uh, verse 6 and 7. There's only one chapter. Uh, it says this, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by... The acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ. Look at your neighbor and say, some good stuff in me. Okay, come on now. Um, come on, put your hand on your belly here. Put your hand on your belly right here. Just say, like that's your spirit. And say, man, I got some good stuff in here. <laughs> and I'm not talking about your breakfast, okay? I'm not talking about Your breakfast. I'm not talking about your waffles, okay? But there's some good, look at that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement. Meaning you can't effectively share your story without acknowledging the gifts that are inside of you. That, that, that is where your story ought to filter through is the good things inside of you. That the sharing of your faith may become effective by the acknowledgement of every good thing. Every good, more than one, every good thing. I got some good things inside of me. I got good things inside of me. And you might be looking at me, Pastor Sean, I got some stuff I'm trying to get out of me that aren't so good and I understand the process but in the middle of God dealing with things or you seeing things that you don't like about you I understand that but you got to acknowledge the good stuff inside of you and get around people that see the good thing in you and you know it when you're around them you know when you leave their presence you're like oh man I just feel more alive I feel destiny I feel the presence of God I don't feel like um, you ever get around certain people, and you feel like, man, you 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 can't say anything right, and you're like, dang, how how do I do that? How do I say this? Are they gonna put me in a corner? And sh-? no, don't get a, get away from those people, and get around people that, that that see that good stuff in you. Here we go. I'm gonna read it again. That the sharing of your faith, you got to acknowledge it. Become effective. It's only as effective as your 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 willingness to acknowledge acknowledge every good thing which is in you church acknowledge the good thing that is in you when if we even look at this church you know there's some things we're working on but there's some good stuff in this church somebody say man there's some good people up in here they're the presence of God is up in here. God is moving up in here. We haven't arrived. We don't think we're all that. We got a long way to go, and, but we're so thankful. There's some good stuff up in this church. This is, a, this is my favorite church right here, Sanctuary LA. This is, the, this is the best church on the planet in my book. Come on, somebody. Come on now. We got some, we got some good stuff up in here. This is a good church. Come on now. So every good thing which is in you in Christ, here we go. For we have great joy and consolation in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by you, brother. And so this, when he was able to acknowledge what God, the good things in him, he was able to refresh others. And don't allow your, 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 your twisted view of yourself and what God put in you to rob other people Of the blessing that's supposed to come through you. Some of y'all need to write that down. I can't say it again because that was a long sentence. But you, you see what I'm saying? Is that because he was able to acknowledge it, other people were refreshed. And you're only able to refresh people if you're willing to acknowledge what God put in you. There's some good stuff in you. And uh, what, why is it that we're always looking at other people's good stuff and, we, and then, and then we, we compare ourselves? No, that's awesome. That is their good stuff. But don't, don't try to, you know, you, you're uniquely better at something and you are uniquely gifted and you are distinguished. In your own right, you got something going on. And here it is. This is what the word good thing means. It means that which is from God and it causes one. To excel or be distinguished. That, that there, is, there is some good stuff in you. The good thing in you is from God. Those good things inside of you. The treasures inside of you are from God. And they are what will cause you to excel. And be distinguished in a certain arena or area of life. Amen. I do, I, I do not play any instruments. I stay away from them. Because it's not gonna cause me to excel or be distinguished, right? And sometimes um, uh, knowing what isn't there is a good sign to to reap the benefits through other people. Let other people um, play the guitar. Um, Let other people play an instrument, amen? And so so you stick to what God has put on the inside of you and you allow that to, to distinguish you. That God wants to distinguish you. That you ought to be in an environment. It might be in the marketplace. It might be in the home. It might be in a relationship. But you as an individual in Christ are distinguished and excel in a particular area. Isn't that beautiful? That, that there is something unique about you that only you can bring. And sometimes, some, some folks, it's, it, it, I don't know, it could be a multitude of things. But, and then there's spiritual gifts. Some people, it's just their ability to communicate. Other people, it's their ability just to love and to show mercy. Um, some, it's serving. Serving, we're all called to serve. But some people are straight up gifted to serve. I mean that they just they come in and lift everybody up. They're just serving. They, they, they're just amazing servants. Um, some people is leadership. They're just gifted. They can't help it. They find themselves leading, no matter where they where they are. They just end up leading. They're not necessarily trying to lead, but they find themselves. In a, in a space and in an environment where they are leading, it's because they're, they're tapping into something that is giving them this, uh, this level of, of distinction in, in the world. And that's, where, that's what God wants to do with you. That's what the treasure is for. Hallelujah. What was my first point? Gabby, no, stop it. So let the other classmates, let your classmates. Anybody? Anybody? Yes. Who was that? Was that Dorita? <laughs> that was D. Dorita. They're like pointing at each other. No, it was her. Awesome. Come on, give it up for Dorita and, and Tina over here for no. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're, they were saying they're in Gabby's, Gabby's Connect Group. See? See, <laughs> Gabby has tapped into a gift. An ability to teach, and she has deposited that into her sisters over here. And look, the, her students are the first to respond after the teacher goes quiet. Come on, now somebody say amen.
1: Come on, you got to share that
0: treasure. And no, I'm not going to share any of my football cards with you. You got to buy them off me. We'll, we'll quote them on eBay or something. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what was my second point, folks? Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> all right, acknowledge it, it's so powerful, okay, um, and I just wanted to share something here, uh, one, of our, one of our leaders here, um, um, uh, Jennifer just, uh, she led our I Love My City, you might have seen some posts on social media of people going out in the streets, and evangelizing and all that good stuff. And she led that team um, and did an amazing job and on multiple levels. But one of the students that were there wrote Jen. She didn't know I was going to read this. But she wrote, um, she wrote her a letter, like a thank you letter. And I just want to talk about this and read it. Because there's something that Jen, um, there's a treasure inside this woman. There are treasures inside this woman. And she's acknowledged it. She's walking in it. And so one of the students said this, and I'm gonna read the, the letter here, and I thought this was really cool because it talks about how when you acknowledge it, that other people other people are refreshed. So check this out, this is what she said. She says, um, hi Jennifer, I hope I spelled that right, which I think she did, she spelled it, yeah. Um, I just felt incredibly encouraged and inspired by you, so I just wanted to let you know. I wanted to thank you for being so warm and welcoming and waking us all up with coffee and breakfast somebody say thank god for that treasure Um, so i immediately felt so welcomed and loved by you i was also so inspired by your boldness and faith and getting to be in your treasure hunt so what they did is they sought the lord and god spoke to them about people they were going to reach and um, and there were stories of them finding those people uh, that God would give them descriptions of those people, and they ministered And those people out there. They, somebody got saved. Uh, they went on the they went on the Gold Line to Union Station and just literally evangelized. And Jen led the group. And now this particular church doesn't come from maybe the more deeper spiritual environment and so I was like Jen go for it these these kids may not this may be very new to them and she said hey has anybody done this before and they all like raised their hand like no but but she um, stepped out there she challenged them and and this this young lady uh was really encouraged so I'm going to read the rest I was also so inspired by your boldness and faith in getting us through the treasure hunt. Um, I was happy to be in your treasure hunt group. It was so fun for me. You were so encouraging to me in the way you pointed out um, clues and nudged us to go talk to people. Um, and made our adventure so fun and memorable. Also, once again, thanks for the coffee. Um, what you are doing in this church and in this community is so valued treasure. Not powerful, so she didn't know we were preaching on this. So valued and important, and you are so loved. Thanks, um, a million. And then she had put her name there. And so um, my last point is this: is stir up the gift in you. Okay, my last point is this: is stir up the gift in you, Jen. Um, realizes there's value in her, in Christ. She's acknowledged it, and she's stepping into it. And this is my last point, is you gotta stir that thing up. All right, you gotta get down there deep in the pot in that pasole, and you need to stir it all up. Somebody say amen. Like, that's why pasole comes with a long neck thing. What do you call that thing? A ladle. There you go. A ladle, a ladle, 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 a ladle. Right, you gotta get your spiritual ladle. And get the good stuff, all that, what is that, hominy, right? The bottom, you're like, yes. Or like if you're like more like pho, right? Pho, same gown. Anybody like pho, right? You put all the little stuff on it and then you like mix it up, right? You got to stir up the gift. Apostle Paul told Timothy, stir up the gift. He didn't say God's going to do it, you do it. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up, now, um, uh, and I'll read the scripture, 2 Timothy 1, verse 6-7, to 7. this is our last scripture. Therefore I remind you, this is the apostle Paul talking to one of his spiritual sons, I remind you, don't forget to do this, stir up the gift of God which is in you. Stir it up. There's a gift inside of you, stir it up. You're gifted, stir it up, you got a treasure, stir it up. Dig deep, pull that stuff out. Just like when I go into my treasure box, I just go, I'm like, oh dang, I didn't know this was here. And then I'm like opening like birthday cards and I see a photo, I was like, oh, I didn't know that was in there. Come on somebody. There's so much stuff inside of you. Therefore I remind you, Sanctuary LA, to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given you a spirit of fear. First thing that the devil will attack you with in regards to your spiritual gift is fear, timidity, intimidation. First thing, stir up the gift and don't listen to fear. God didn't give you a spirit of fear. What? But of power. Power. Say this with me. Say, there's power inside of me. And of love. Say, there's love inside of me. And of a sound mind. Everybody say, I got a sound mind. mind. Say this with me. Say, I'm not crazy. crazy. I got a sound mind. I got 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 self-discipline. Somebody, I got power in in me. I got love in me. I Stir up the gift inside of me. All right, stir up. This is what it means. It means to bring to life and to set on fire. Bring to life and set on fire. One of the, our other versions here in the NLT says it this way. This is why I remind you to fan into flames. Anybody ever start a campfire? Anybody out there can't, tried, and it just smoke? and No? Or anybody good, like you're the go-to. Anybody here, you're the go-to for the campfire. Nobody goes camping in here. All right. Well, I know my wife don't. Okay. Okay, Drea. Dre. Okay, Dre. All right, Andrea. Andrea starts the campfire. Awesome. And so I, you need some oxygen on that. You need to breathe on that. And I'm here to tell you right now what's gonna fan the flame of the gift inside you is your prayer life, praying over that, breathing on it, get that oxygen flowing, fan. Fan is breath, it's life. Let God breathe in it. Sit under a good word. Get some good word. Get some good prayer. Let the breath of God breathe on that thing inside of you. Fan the flame. Bring it to life and set the thing on fire. And, 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 and you're, and you're going to burn. You're going to burn. And, and allow that thing to burn. Let it be like a fire inside of you. This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Okay, and I'm just gonna give you three simple things, three takeaways here. These won't be on the screen. I just came to me last night when I was studying. How do I do do this, Pastor Sean? How do I operate in this? What do I do? Here's the first thing you do if you're taking notes, is pray over the gift in you. Just like I was leading you through today. I'm discipling you here. I know it's Sunday morning, but I wanna teach you something. I wanna put a weapon in your hand. I want you to cause damage to the kingdom of darkness. I want you to cause damage to the devil attacking your mind. I want you to cause damage for this purpose that the son of God was he made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. The devil is a liar and you have the victory over him. God did not give you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. I was just saying the other day, I, I do this myself. This ain't something that I'm trying to teach you to do just the other day. I was just speaking over my life. I have an anointing from the Holy One. I have an anointing from the Holy One. That's what the Bible says. It's not because I'm just trying to be up here saying, oh, I'm anointed. No. I I was speaking to myself. I was speaking over the gift inside of me. I have an anointing from the Holy One. And the Bible says, and it says in that context in 1 John, I have an anointing from the Holy One and I know all things. Not like I know all things, like I'm weird, like I know everything, but I know the way that God's calling me to go. I have an understanding based on the presence of God. The treasure inside of me is leading me in the right direction. I have an anointing from the Holy One and I know all things. To myself in my bathroom, I have an anointing from the Holy One and I know all things. Does that mean the devil doesn't attack me? Does that mean that I don't ever have feelings of discouragement? No, that's why I'm saying it to myself. Trying to teach you something here, church, all right? We're almost done. Pray over the gift in you, speak life over the good things. You don't need to know exactly what it is, you just need to believe that something's there. I've been doing this for years. First time I preached 1994 I've been praying stuff over my life over what I'm called to do for years and I'm going to I'm still doing it. There's a gift inside of me. Many will be saved. <laughs> Many we're going to turn the city upside down. <laughs> we're going to bring this community is going to be a part of bringing revival to Boyle Heights. Amen. Revival to downtown Los Angeles. Amen. Revival to this area. A move of God, an awakening. Pastor Sean, we just got a little church in a warehouse right off first street. I know. It's all right. We're going to keep it moving. I'm speaking to the destiny that's inside of this church, inside of you. We're going to change this city. It's going to be better. It's better because we're here. It's going to get better because we're here. Somebody say amen. So what do you got to do? You got to pray. Everybody say pray. Look at your neighbor and say speak life and pray over what's inside of you. Here's a second one, and I think Jen was a perfect example of this this past weekend, and just in her life as a leader here, is you got to step out and operate in it. You got to step out. You you might say, well, I have a gift of encouragement. Well, who have you encouraged lately? Who have you called on the phone? Who have you wrote a a nice little letter to saying, man, you're so amazing, just appreciate you? Even the people that get on your nerves, write them an encouraging note. Oh oh, 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 like that, yeah. <laughs> Write him a note. Write him a handwritten letter. God loves you so much. I just thinking about you, praying for you. Just encourage, encourage somebody. Then encourage somebody. Call somebody. DM them. DM them. Tag them. <laughs> Talking to all the young people in here. Amen. No cassette tapes. I don't have my. You can buy, purchase a tape in the lobby after the service. That's what we used to say, get your tape on the, we'll have the tape recorded before you're out of here. Now, tonight, you know what I'm saying, you just, you can get a notification on your phone that the podcast is up. So number two, step out and operate in it. Here we go, here's my third thing, my third thing, How, what's your take, these are your takeaways. Pray and speak life over yourself. So much death going on out there. I, I personally hate watching the news. I ask my wife how it's going out there in the real world sometimes. Because, man, there's so much drama, so negative. They sell in drama. And I understand that you've got to be aware of what's happening, but, man, you just, if that's all you're hearing, man, you need some life speaking, coming out your own mouth toward others. We ought to be speaking life over people. You say, man, I feel I got a prophetic gift. When's the last time you prophesied over somebody? Well, what if I mess up? Go try somebody out there on the street. Ain't gonna... I'm serious. If your heart's right, I'm saying operate in it. That's what they did. They went and prophesied over people. People out there crying would never have gotten touched by Jesus if they didn't pray and just go do the thing. Do the thing. Do the thing, I, first time I preached, 1994, it was the most horrible experience of my life. I got off that platform like, man, I mean, I'm going to stay saved, but I am not trying to get up there again. It was, I'm, I'm, I'm being for real. I was like, that was horrible for me. Like, I was like, I don't even want to live through that again. Jesus, what do you, I thought I was called. I, I thought that you gave me a word. I come off the platform and it's all my friends and some of our leaders. And I'm like, I want to go home. I ain't going out for, I'm not going to Denny's after today, man. This, y'all ain't know, don't know nothing about Denny's, right? <laughs> that was the spot, right? Back in the day, Denny's. But step out, operate in it. Here's the third thing. Create healthy boundaries around the treasure in you don't everybody have the right to speak into your life and you don't have to receive everything that people speak into your life and you don't need to get around people that are dragging you down and 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 and, and without them maybe even knowing they're killing that thing inside of you they're they 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 they're choking that thing you got to get around people get around that this is where fellowship comes in the koinonia the like precious faith The people that feed that thing inside of you. And many times, boundaries are simply saying no to the wrong thing. Saying no to the wrong relationship. Saying no to the wrong environment. This is is all about focus. It's all about focus. You got to get around people that ignite that thing inside of you. That ignite that thing inside of you. There's a fire in you. The Holy Spirit inside of you, and we're going to dismiss in prayer in a moment. The Holy Spirit inside of you is inside of you. You're a born again believer. The Holy Spirit's inside of you. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the treasure chest of God's presence. You you are a keeper of that. It's a flame inside of you, but the Bible says you have to fan it. You have to fan it. Whew. Life in it. you got to fan it, church. That's where the boundaries come in. That's where the boundaries come in. Get around the right people. Get in a, get in a, a, a fire-breathing, life-giving church. <laughs> get around people that are going to breathe into that thing come on let's stand to our feet here thank you for listening to the sanctuary la podcast tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed